Good morning, good morning. Breakfast today is dedicated in celebration of the birth of a baby girl to Gabby and Nathan, sponsored by the Marcus and Safra families. Uh, and as well, breakfast is sponsored by Sunny Dewar in honor of the Kahal and wishing the entire Kahal Atzlaha. And uh, as well, sponsored by Henry Ben Gwalid in honor of the Kahal and wishing the entire Kahal Hatzlacha. Rabutai. And as well, is sponsored in Leilui Nishmat, uh, Linda Cookie Falik, Tenish Matatsura Bitsor, Ahaim. Okay. Rabotai, there was a, a fellow who approaches the border, and we all know the border right now is a contentious subject. It's not just contentious here, it's contentious in England uh, with the Irish backstop. Uh, so it's a, su- a sensitive subject in a lot of places. So he approach, approaches border control driving a tractor, and the tractor is full of, uh, of soil. Anyway, the, the custom, customs agent comes and he sees the guy trying to cross the border with all the soil. Of course, what's, he, what is he, what's in the soil? You know, contraband, right? So he starts sifting through the soil, trying to find diamonds, trying to find drugs, seeing what's going on in there. Of course, there's nothing in there. The guy says, what are you doing? Why are you driving soil across the border? So the fellow says, listen, I'm trying to build a house on the other side. I don't like the soil in, this, uh, in, the, in your country. I'm bringing soil from my home country. I remember there was a guy who imported bricks from Egypt to build his house. And I, mean, I, don't, I think first, uh, you know, the guy thought he thought that he was doing something for fashion, but he didn't realize he was actually bringing the bricks that our forefathers made. No, I'm joking. Okay. So he takes this, all the soil and he brings it across the border and, uh, and, he, and, you know, and, he, and he dumps the soil. The next day, the guy sees him bright and early again, driving his tractor with the soil. They check the soil again. They figure it's got to be a scam. And there's nothing in it. They let him through the second day, the third day, the fourth day, the fifth day, for, for months and months and months and months, for nearly two and a half years straight, uh, while the guy's building his house. Every day he drives across all the soil, and uh, you know, after a month, two, they eventually stop checking the soil. They tell the, they think the guy they must be crazy. One day, he drives uh, he drives through in his car, and they said to him, "Man, you're coming in your car. You're done." He goes, that's it. He goes, you won't be seeing me anymore. I'm finished crossing uh, uh, back and forth, bringing the soil to build my house. The border agent says, listen, I'm turning off the cameras. You know, I'm directing the, 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 the microphone off. I'm taking off the wire I'm wearing. He goes, the curiosity is killing me. He says, what in the world are you doing? I've been checking the soil for months. There's nothing there. You're coming back and forth. He goes, what's the real reason? I know you Jews are very, very smart. He goes, there's got to be some reason why you're importing soil from the other thing. He goes, we've checked it. There's nothing there. The guy smiles. He goes, you promise you want to arrest me? He says, yes. He goes, can I have that signed? He signs a piece of paper. Curiosity is killing him. He says, I'm importing tractors. <laughs> Rabutai, every day, the guy's driving in a new tractor. Every day, what are they checking? Checking the soil. Now, aside from being, aside from figuring out or giving you ideas as to how to commit white collar crimes, why am I telling you this? There's a fascinating idea. And I think sometimes we lose focus. And in many ways, I feel sometimes we're not celebrating and keeping the same Torah that our forefathers kept. Can I give you an example of this? The Torah tells us that the sukkah, I'm going to tell you anyway. I just give you a choice. You know why? Do you know why? I give, can I tell you why, Mark? I, I feel like if the guy says yes, now it's they're asking for it. Otherwise, I have you here captured. You know, you feel you ate breakfast, they donated it. 
You got to stay and listen to the few words of Torah. So this is, you have no choice anyway. You may as well smile. It's like when your wife says, can I go shopping for Yom Tov? She's going anyway, right? So you imagine, of course, honey. Now you did a good thing. All right, so listen to this. The Torah tells us about building a sukkah. How do you build a sukkah? Psolet, goren, vayakev. Did anyone translate those words? What does psolet mean? Psolet means the garbage. Goren vayakiv. So as an example, you're building your trees, you know, you finish taking in all the crops. You have all these branches that broke off. You have a little couple of extra pieces of, uh, you know, of wheat or whatever it was. You have these extra objects, they're garbage. Make a sukkah with the garbage of your harvest season. I saw there's an Instagram account. Uh, you should, we should tag it in the, uh, in the uh, WhatsApp that we send out. It's called Birch. What do they do? They make sukkot that look fancier than your wedding or your bar mitzvah or your sweet 16 party. I don't know which of yours was nicer. Birch, check it out. Birch sukkot, gorgeous, magnificent. Now here we are thinking, Shema Israel. here's another thing to spend lots of money on. We moved from having, you know, a couple pieces of trees that you found in the sidewalk to put on the thing where the whole sukkah costs you $3, right? That's how much the whole sukkah costs. And now we're in a place where we're spending even more money on this extra new holiday. They had four minim. Where did they get the lulav? Everyone had a, a, a what's it called? A palm tree out, out back when they lived in the Middle East. They went into their backyard, they cut off a lulav. How much did it cost them? Nothing. One pair of scissors that, you know, that they had to buy at the local DIY store, okay? The etrog, they had etrogs growing in their pardes. So today we have an experience where the etrog and lulav cost you $200. Where the sukkah, you have to buy rolls of sukkah. If they ever saw us, they'd be laughing. You bought pieces of wood? Go get pieces of wood from a tree next door, from the park, from wherever. So we are now, in fact, the Gemara says, it calls this mitzvah, a mitzvah she'en bochis aron kis. There's no, there's no outlay for this mitzvah. No outlay, ever go to the sukkah store? It costs you for one of those click together sukkot, you know how much it costs? $4,000. Highway robbery, Yani, right? What's the point? Rabbi listen to this. We're so far away from where we once were in keeping the mitzvah. This was a mitzvah which was psolet goren vayakev. And I want to share why. Why is this mitzvah the garbage? Why is this mitzvah done with the extra? You know, I have to share this with you. The part of the palm tree that people sold, which part was it? They sold the dates from the date trees. That's what they sold, right? They sold the hearts of palm they sold. No one was buying lulav branches. If you ever play with lulav branches in Israel, they used to use them to cover the sukkah. I have to tell you, I went to the emergency room three times from putting this chach on my sukkah. Because all the pointy things, they're jabbing you, stabbing you in the, in the hand, you put them on the top. It was the garbage we were making it with. Why would we make a mitzvah that you do with garbage? You know what the answer is? Huh? Don't waste things. Good. Please tell you. Ah, Zagvaruch. See, I converted you. Even in the synagogue, that's no problem with the edict. Listen to this. I have to share with you, this is a magnificent concept. The idea is that it's not just with money that you can do mitzvot. That's the concept. It's not just by spending money on things that a person fulfills a mitzvah. It's not only by giving charity out of your pocket that you can do something beautiful. By buying an extra meal, by spending money on Shabbat. There's so many mitzvot that a person can do with the garbage that everyone throws away. 
That's the concept that we're learning here. Here's this guy going through border control every single day with his tractors. And what is everybody looking? They're looking in what they think, where they think the mitzvah is. But actually, that's not the mitzvah. The mitzvah is the thing that you didn't realize was driving right behind. Where, where can we apply this character, this concept, and this uh, character-building element, Rabbi In a person's work life, everybody understands that the process of of getting yourself a good job. We understand where's the process of getting yourself a good job. Where is it? Where does it live? It lives in the education that I got myself. Whether you taught yourself, you were self-taught, or whether you got it in the best university, anybody understands that if I want to be the best in finance, what do I do? I go to university, I find the course which teaches me the concepts of finance to the best of scientific and and academic ability. And that's going to mean that I'm going to be successful in the field. Rubbish. You have so many people who are the best educated people in the world, but they've, do, they've done nothing in their fields. Why? Because what's missing is a creative spark. In a market where you can't buy or sell real estate, right? it doesn't help you to understand uh, those various... You have to be able to see value in something that other people don't. You need to be able to buy in maybe perhaps garbage debt that other people don't see. You need to be able to buy a a, a townhouse that people can't see the use for in a downturn and figure out how to reconfigure that to be able to 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 bring more value to that space and use it in another way. Here the Torah is teaching us that all this stuff that you're throwing away, there's biracha there if you know how to use it. I I love sharing this with people. People tell me, Rabotai, my child is a very difficult child. They're going through a very difficult time. Why can't they be like the other kid? Today in the synagogue, we had a very special blessing. We named your child. Her name was? Rachel Rachel Bat. Gabrielle, she should grow up to be a magnificent uh, uh, girl with all of the ma'alot. She'd have all the best guys chasing her. She'd be brilliant and smart. And she should know how to choose between all the guys that are chasing her. Now listen to this, right? It was great, beautiful for you. Beautiful for your dad. But for your father-in-law, it made him a grandpa. This child made you a grandpa. It's the first time, right? You've never been a grandpa before. You feel a little bit older. They start calling you that, right? But Baruch Hashem, I have to share with you. Listen to this. This is amazing. You have a child. The child is very difficult. And you say to yourself, oh, why can't you be like this one? She's always helping around the house. She never talks back. She just accepts when I tell her what to do. She gives me a big hug. She says, yes, daddy. Yes, mommy. I want to tell you something. The kid that's a yes man in your family is beautiful. Very easy. But the kid that makes you a parent is the kid that you struggle with. And you try and figure out how to have that compromised relationship, how to have some sort of balance, how to have some sort of give and take. When you've learned how to do that, when you've loved and it's difficult, that's when you've built a bond that will never go away. Because that yes kid, do you know what happens when things finally are difficult? Suddenly, the whole relationship feels broken. You've never been into this territory, into contentious territory with that person, with a wife, with a husband. A marriage that has no arguments whatsoever is not bliss. That's a roommate, okay? I have to share, I have to share that this is the Torah's concept that we're teaching you. In the Psolet Gorin Vayakev, in something that doesn't cost you a few money, little extra bits. This is not the thing that they were selling. They weren't selling an etrog. Etrog is the worst thing to sell. You ever open up an etrog? It's the worst of the whole citrus family. A lime, etrog, fantastic. The peel is this big. The fruit, giant. Open up an etrog. Half of the fruit is the peel. 
You finally get inside, you want to make, the only thing that you can make with etrog is what etrog jam. Go Google how you make etrog jam. You got to leave it in the refrigerator for three weeks. Prep time, you know normally on a recipe, five minutes. Prep time, seven minutes. Etrog, prep time, three weeks and seven minutes. What are you going to do? No one's going to use it. But you could find in these things that we throw away, unbelievable things. So creativity, something that you can't learn, is something, Rabotai, that gets pers- a person through life. Sometimes a doctor is excellent, but they have no bedside manner whatsoever. However good they are in their field, people stop using them. They stop requesting them because they're harsh, because there's no compassion, because they don't have time for the aftercare. They delegate that away to someone less than themselves. Sometimes, Rabotai, everything is found in the garbage. I, I wish and I give and I bless us all in this special holiday where we're about to go into the last days of Shemini Aseret, where we move from a sukkah, where the sukkah represents the home, where a person stays with someone and everything's wonderful. But then you know what happens? You ever at your in-law's house a little bit too long? Or at your parents, you're going stir crazy? Yeah? So all that time you came, it was very nice. Your mother made you very special food. You know, I don't know what everybody has their special food their mother likes. They make that. And they'll never admit to their wife that their mother makes it better because that's a sure sign for, for a divorce. But, you know, there's this one item. When their mother says, you're coming over, what do you want? Ma, you know what I want. I like the whole turkey. That's my favorite item, okay? I was in shy. I told my wife, Hazita, once you try to make it in Israel, I brought home this giant turkey. It was so big that it didn't fit in the, in the oven. There's like a leg hanging out. I kind of felt like Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay, listen to this, Rabotai. It's an amazing thing, this, this idea. You go to your mother's house and she makes you the... Now you feel great. You think you did a misvah. That was being by your parents or your in-laws and you enjoyed it. <clears throat> when they turn around to you and say, Shmini Atzeret, stay with me one more day. Right, right after you're a little bit, right, you're over Sukkot. It's too cold. I did my thing. I rejoiced in the Sukkah. Can I just go inside now to my comfortable chair? Hashem says one more day. That garbage, so to speak, the extra bit <clears throat> that goes beyond, that's where the value is almost always found. And Rabutai, for those of us that, is, that can sense that and can feel that, we will have better relationships, we'll have better opportunities at work and in the Paranasa field, we'll have better opportunities to do misvot because God will see that aside from the bottom line, we're also trying to do things on the inside as well as on the outside. And Be'ezrat Hashem will be zocheh to have beautiful, blessed, and magnificent lives. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen v'amen. Rabbi Chalim Yamelak Hashem. Amen. Ratzah HaKadosh Baruch Yisrael Fikha Ba'alev Torah Mitzvot. Shnei Ma'ala Fitzman Tzegoyed Torah V'adir. Amen. Amen.